Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm Drew, we're standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. You have the great Billy Gibbons here? He's just passed out. He's Yeah. Sound too bad. Huh? Let the lightning up loud. <laughs> oh man! We're here with Matt. Oh yeah! Let the lightning up loud. Oh little outlaw radio. We're here with Matt. Yeah. And he's not fat. We got all his guys and girls in the house. Let me tell you, that's where it's at. <laughs> And that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. Well, it uh, it appears that uh, Wonder Hussy is busy as all the Dickens in Goldfield, Nevada, which is uh, sort of central Nevada. It's, uh, what, 150, 200 miles uh, north of Las Vegas. I love Goldfield, Nevada. So when Wonder Hussey apprised me the fact that she's out there for the Goldfield days, oh, I wish, I wish the three of us were there right now. You know, she's talking about these secret bars and underground bars and stuff. Oh, man. That'd be that, fun. Oh, it sounds like fun. Fun is not the word. Fun is the word. Oh, you said that. But, it, yeah, what a great time that would be smoking stogies and drinking liquor. But we will uh, continue to try to get in touch with uh, Wonder Hussy. I keep be- trying. Because I want to talk to her about Evil Knievel and one of her latest videos, which, by the way, she did a great job. She Wonder Hussy, by the way, she is the YouTube phenom uh, appearing on YouTube, as, as we do as well. We're... We're not really phenoms, but she's a phenom, but we are on uh, YouTube under Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. That's how you find us because of all the copycats that simply use Outlaw Radio. So don't find the, the, the wrong one. It's easy to find yourself in, in a bad orifice on YouTube. And as, the right one could get you $50,000. Yeah, yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah, subscribe, subscribe because the lucky winner will win $50,000 from Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube. So we'll most likely get to Wonder Hussy. I'm sure she's out there drinking and uh, carousing. More drinking than carousing. Yeah. Um, but in beautiful Goldfield, Nevada. I really do. I love that town. It's been years since I've been there, but I am jealous that she is there and we are not. However, we are planted here in an 1876 Virginia City, Nevada-style bar in the hills of the San Fernando Valley, spitting distance from Woke Hollywood. Woke as Jackass star Wee Man drags woke Hollywood for taking jabs and jobs from dwarves, he says Disney should recast Snow White roles and start over. Jackass star Jason Wee Man Acuna is the latest actor with dwarfism to speak out against Hollywood's latest woke trend of eliminating roles for actors like him in its latest effort to be more sensitive. But I don't understand that. What, what am I missing here? Isn't that just the opposite? 
Yeah, that, it seems. Right. I mean, if they're, if they're truly woke, would they not include right. real life dwarfs? Right. He's just, he's he's referencing the wrong, I don't, or the wrong uh, 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 pronoun. Maybe Wee Man is simply a jackass. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Pee Wee Herman, God rest your soul, bud. Uh, uh, Paul Rubin's dead at 70. Um, I guess he's had cancer for a while, and uh, he played, uh, of course, the uh, red bow tied uh, man child Pee Wee Herman. And the moon was in line with Pluto. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mentioned this on my Facebook page. You can find my personal Facebook page at M A T T. It's my first name, Alan, A L A N. And uh, and I posted a little RIP, uh, rest in peace, uh, Pee Wee Herman. And someone did post. They said, Well, I never got him. I never liked his act. And I, you know, and that's once again, once <laughs> so again, what? Great, yeah, right. Yeah. So, so what? So what? You can't. I mean, respect? see, I, I got it. I got it, and I appreciated this man, Paul Rubens, because he he dived into this character one hundred percent. Oh yeah. And in the beginning, he would for the many many years in the beginning of that invention known as Pee Wee Herman, he would never let the Paul Rubens show ever i mean for for years yeah he was in character and man do i appreciate that i mean that is stick-to-itiveness to the character and i saw a couple comedy routines when it was just you know we i i think i saw one where he had only been practicing this act for about seven days and he was on stage and still funny yes mark cg boyer uh the scene and Pee-wee, the his movie. Why is it when you begin a sentence, you have to clear your voice as you're speaking? Because I'm weird. Okay. The <coughs> scene where he's doing tequila <coughs> on the bar in the biker bar. Yeah, yeah. It's do, 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 yeah, it's do, just hysterical. Do. It's 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 one of my favorites all time scenes. Hey, okay, that was unnecessary. Hey, okay. hey, remember, 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 remember uh, Paul, when when you were with the Beatles, that was uh, that was awesome. Hey, Matt, uh, that was awesome. But anyway, Pee Wee Herman. Uh, God rest your soul. He even, I, I saw some interviews with him, uh, I guess it must have been a couple years ago at one of these Comic-Cons, and he even made light of the fact and joked about the fact that his career his career went south, and he didn't say, well, he was uh, caught in the yeah, theater, yeah. but he referenced it, and I thought, you know, good for you, man. I, I, I Anyway, you I got to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah, I, I appreciate the man, and I also appreciated more than anything in that Pee-wee's Playhouse, because I looked at Pee-wee's Playhouse as a Bugs Bunny commercial, a, a cartoon. In that, he appealed to the adults on one level, but appealed to the kids on the other level, and that was Bugs Bunny. If you didn't get the adult humor in Bugs Bunny, then you weren't an adult, and vice versa. And I love that French bird that used to fly around <laughs> Pee-wee's Playhouse. I am, not a, I am not a child, Pee-wee. I love the French bird. So 70 years old, I think too young to die. I think he was and 72, wasn't it? 72? 70 years old, and I and I feel bad, but uh, man, I'll tell you what, he has a lot of great stuff. And the fact that, you know, Tim Burton was an unknown, pretty much an unknown, when he he went to the, the movie studios, and all of a sudden, he's he has the two guys that can green light his movie, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, what a great movie. They... Those two said, we have the director for you. Paul Rubens said, I don't like that director. Uh, 
And Paul Rubin's inspiration of all people was Sly Stallone because Sly, when he wanted to make Rocky, everyone in the business loved the friggin' play. They loved his playwright. They loved the screenplay. They wanted this made into a movie. And they they consistently gave him a choice of movie stars to play the role and Sly said, nope, not unless I'm playing it. He turned down myriad uh, uh, movie companies here in Hollywood over and over and time and time again until finally one company said, okay, star in it, and the rest is history. And Paul Rubens, because he was inspired by this man, of all people, you'd think Paul Rubens, people Herman, inspired by by, by, by Sly, Sly Stallone? <laughs> Rambo. But, but he was, and Pee Wee <clears throat> said no. So after that meeting, I understand in the hallway with Pee Wee's managers, they said, do you understand that... Uh, that these execs at the movie companies don't last that long. So when you have a couple that are ready to green light your project, you simply go with it. Ruben said, wrong director. I don't believe in this director. I need to find a director. He found a director through a couple friends of his who both said the same thing and not at the same time. Um, it, one was a phone call, one was at a party who mentioned this guy, Tim Burton, who just did Franken, whatever, Franken, something to oh, do with that. a penis or something. But it was some, some odd movie, and they said, that's the guy, that's the guy. Tim Burton is the man to direct your movie. And I, they were spot on because this stupid movie, easy to say, stupid movie, was so stylized, right? You you remember how uh, it interesting great. it was shot because it was all about style. By the it, way, it was Frank and Weenie. Yeah, Frank and Weenie, and it was and that's that was Tim Burton's credit at that point. Yeah. yeah. So it really was Pee Wee Herman who put this man on the map, and I'm certain they became uh, fast friends. They did, and, and were friends forever. A side note, Matt. Yeah. Um, after the scandal hit and. Mm. Uh, Pee Wee was out. You mean you mean Rubens in the theater caught, uh, yeah. yeah, pleasuring himself in so, a theater. Yeah. Um, in the in the Batman movie with uh, uh, the Penguin, right? He gave him a role as the parents of the Penguin who put him in the river and sent him downstream. He threw him a bone and gave him a. Who role. is he? Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah. Well, gave of course. Rubens a, a role. Which was really nice. No, 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 no. It's it, well, I don't know if it's nice. I just think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was taken care of. Paul Rubens was convicted about this being the right director, and that movie it, I've only seen it once. I have, and I I need to watch it again. Are you talking about Big Adventure? Yeah, because oh. because I remember it being vastly entertaining <laughs> and incredibly well shot and interesting. But you know, I would say I'm a Tim Burton fan. I, I can't really say that. I did love no. his Big Fish movie. I love that movie. I thought that was so odd and clever and creative. Was that but, Finch? 
But yeah, 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 the dead uh, Englishman who yeah. was the character actor who was brilliant. But what what a great stuff. So anyway, uh, Tim Burton, rest in peace. Oh no, he's still alive, right? So uh, Paul Rubens, aka Pee Wee Herman, and I know that Champin at the Bit is my producer, Tattoo Dave. You- oh yeah, I was just going to give some shout outs. Well, let's not call them shout-outs. It's so mundane. Okay, let, let, honorable mentions. Let us, <laughs> l- let us stroke those who adore Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, if you don't mind. Tim and Paula gave us say thanks for the for the shout out so thanks Tim oh so so they are watching they are watching today. or listening you know they they are avid listeners to our show in wasa on yeah. wsau avid so i i wasn't aware that they would also watch magic matt's outlaw radio on youtube as well so they're what so they're watching it and they're li- or, see uh, or listening i I'm god, sure. but god bless them yeah, yeah they're great okay uh peter piper i don't know where he's from and i'm not sure what this means well we know what he picked congrats right? matt you finally got rid of the ditch digger better show <laughs> oh jeez oh, and then dale dale of uh, hey, by the way by the way let me let me just comment okay. the ditch digger aka my brother mark yeah. i did not get rid of him his daughter is in town and they have been going out damn near every night so you know i i know my brother mark is a party dog I wasn't aware that his lovely daughter, and she is, she's a lovely daughter with beautiful sensibility, uh, was also a party dog, but there you have it. Gets they, that from her mother. They've been out every night. I mean, they, so they've been staying here since Wednesday. I only saw her on Friday, yeah. so yesterday. I just met her when I went for, to the house. For the first time, I but... I live here, and I only saw her for the first time yesterday. That's crazy. But no, no, I'm sorry, Ditch Dig. I mean, uh, uh, Peter Piper, uh, we did not get rid of him. Uh, we are just sans my brother Mart on this particular day. Dave? Although it would appear that we did, because at the end of the show last week, he did say, that's it, I'm done. That's oh, it. I'm oh, done. Well, okay. He so, all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been and, doing uh, that for years. Dale of Kansas, Dale of Olith, Kansas, uh, asked a question, if vegans don't want us eating meat, then what happens to the cows, pigs, sheep, and so on once we give it all up and just eat clover? Just asking. That's yeah, what do, what what yeah, what does happen to the, the beautiful animals? Oh, they run around wild, making more of them. And making more and more, and then they, event, eventually they populate the earth. And so the, well, the, the planet of the cows is the next so, week. So the woke left, they're pissed off because of all the uh, car, carcinogens that are being expelled from the bovine creatures. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then the greenhouse gases. And then, of course... Uh, Oh God! Yeah, then, yeah. Then the stench comes. Yeah. Well, no. It starts with the. It starts with the stench from the left. Yeah, exactly. Believe me. Exactly. And I, you know, I wish I promise you this. I I promise you from the bottom of my bottom, from the bottom of my heart, I wish I could I could perform a three hour show without getting political. I wish I could. Um, I know that that many of you love us because w- you feel that we tell the truth. You feel that way because we do. We are convicted by being truth tellers. Yeah. We tell you the truth because we love the United States of America. We don't know uh, exactly where we're heading right now. Things are bad. The things they're doing to Donald Trump is unstinking precedented. If you think that you are that, well, you're just that old person who looks back. Well, not in my day. No, this is unprecedented. The 
power of the office and what is being exerted from that freaking White House. And it has nothing to do with reality whatsoever. It has everything to do with Donald Trump being a menace to these people. Is he the right guy? Yes. Yes. 100%. And it's becoming more apparent to many more people. And by the way, many a Republican, they can't stand Donald Trump because he upsets their apple cart. Yep. He screws up their backyard. The whole NIMBY theory. Everything's fine as long as it's not in my backyard. He messes them up because what he wants is the best for Americans. Is he a loudmouth? Is he caustic? Yes. We don't have to go to dinner with him. We don't have to sleep with him. Although, you know, if given the right circumstances and the right amount of bourbon, <laughs> yeah. no, no, I'm not. Uh, being a heterosexual male ain't going to happen. And I met the man a few times, and I found him affable. I found him, you know, is he a nice guy? I don't know. What does that mean? We don't need a nice guy as president. No, we, we cer- don't. We certainly don't have one now. We need someone who gets the effing job done. There I am, going on record as saying, I wish I didn't have to talk about politics. And there I talked about politics. It just, You know, it, it comes out because I love the United States of America. And where we're heading is friggin' Marxism plus a gazillion that's exactly where we are. Why did my friends, and I have friends from Russia who moved here, who, who got the hell out and love America, and they're seeing the same thing that happened to them over there happening here in America. And I am not a sky-is-falling guy, but these people on the left certainly are. Hey, but the sky is fucking... Yeah, it is. It is falling. Uh, Professor claims uh, Jason Aldean's uh, Try That in a Small Town uh, promotes Uh, anti-blackness. This coming from a professor, even though the lyrics uh, make no, absolutely no references to race. None. None. A music professor at Hunter College in New York is claiming that the lyrics to Jason Aldean's hit single, Try that in a small town. Promote anti-blackness. Sidestepping the fact that they make absolutely no references to race or skin color. Philip Yule, remember that name because that would be one of them idiot sticks. A professor of music theory at Hunter College argued Aldine's lyrics are chock full of anti-blackness. This was in an interview with a Hollywood reporter. Well, we wouldn't expect any other venue. Anybody uh, really should understand that there's a strong racial undertone to these lyrics, he said. Race is part of the lyrics. I think that's pretty clear. No, it's only clear to dumb bolts like you, these friggin' know-it-all professors. These people who have been indoctrinating our children. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I think it's pretty clear. He cited some of the song's lyrics, including a pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. Okay. All right. Let's distill this one down. Yeah. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. He said that that is one of those lyrics that certainly promotes anti-blackness. He says, someone's robbing a liquor store. In the American psyche, the person who's doing that without saying it is a black person, right? Yule said, 
This is the professor saying this. Who in the hell is the racist here? Exactly. He I was just going to say that. It's, Who is he, the racist yeah. here? He is. He made the friggin' statement. Who is that? So in his mind, if it's someone holding up a liquor store they with a to gun black. to a clerk's head, it must be a black guy. Am I am I missing something here? Nope. This is the way they think. Someone's robbing a liquor store. In the American psyche, the person who's doing that without saying it is a black person. This is this idiot, Philip Yule, who is music theory uh, professor at Hunter College. It's just in our minds. It's supposed to be that way. And when you paint that picture in someone's mind of someone pulling a gun on an owner of a liquor store, the person pulling the gun is black. The owner of a liquor store is probably Asian or maybe white. Once again, what do you call that? Yep, racism. Racist. At the highest level. I mean, if I'm wrong, please call me out on nope, it. But nope. is, is I was going to say it before you said it. I'm like, is this not the definition of racism? It's unbelievable. And there are so they so the owner has got to be Asian or maybe white. The owner of the liquor store, and there are these. And by the way, here in town, because we we speak facts on this show. You know, it's not about uh, couching our opinions or or going out of our way to uh, to not hurt feelings. Our liquor stores are usually Middle Eastern folks. Yeah, have you found that tattoo, Dave? Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know where where Yule Gibbons a hole Philip Yule, uh, this professor of music theory at Hunter College, is coming from. But here in Los Angeles, and by the way, uh, God bless him, because I, most of these folks are armed, <laughs> and <Right>. they don't <laughs> they don't put up with a lot of crap. Uh, Yule says he's listened to some of Aldine's music and thinks the country singer is a pretty good artist. Mm. But it's just something, well, you know, they got to throw a little good with the bad to make it. Because it's an agenda. Well, no, to make it appear as though they're being fair. Right, but it's an agenda. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he, he's making racism live by making these statements. Of course. This is what he's doing. This is he's what, creating the controversy. It's not simply him. It's what they do right, on they. the left. It's yeah. the woke. But he goes on to say, it's just something uh, that kind of comes out in culture, anti-blackness, because it's part of the founding of our country. We shouldn't run away. It's part of the founding of our country. Uh, do you include Abraham Lincoln in that? Yeah. Do you include uh, those on the left, the Democrats, who began and, uh, and certainly went out of their way to keep the old KKK around? You know, they fought that. They fought that. They were big proponents of the old KKK. Wasn't us on the right, man. Uh, he says it's just something that uh, kind of comes out in culture. Part of the founding of our country. We shouldn't run away from that simple fact. I love how he makes it a fact. In his mind, if this professor calls it a fact, then it must be a fact. Try that in a small town. Doesn't contain any references to race, skin color, or ethnicity, but this hasn't stopped friggin' idiot sticks. And, you know, it's it's simply the way it works. Um, oh, I thought you'd go into, the, you should play the small town song as we go to break. I mean, that, that makes sense. We'll, well play I played little, it coming in, that's why. We'll play a little small town, and uh, as we go to break, if you haven't heard it, I'm sure you have. It's a great song, and this Jason Aldean, what a great band, great singer. Great patriot. Yeah, great, great United States of America lover. We'll be this after back. Suck punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjacking over. 